I'm Tyler. Kill me! Come on! Do it! I'm right here! Kill me! Dennering. I'm Connery. There's something out there waiting for us. And it ain't no man. Hanson. And I'm Turin. What's the matter? The CIA got you pushing too many pencils? Yeah! Secret best line. Too many pencils? Just the way Arnold says, too many pencils. I know. He just bounces from word to word. It's amazing. He's a pinball machine of a man. Everybody out there better mud up and shut up because we're going to cover the Predator franchise. Because it's getting sloppy in here. It's getting sloppy, covered in mud. We mudded each other up. Perfect. We, uh, we we dug we we dug mud out of our respective homes and mailed it to each other Ugh. to hide ourselves from the predator. <laughs> I don't want to know where I'm, you got your mud. <laughs> oh my god! I'm sorry, my smoke alarm's just blaring at me. Connery's giant cigar he brought <laughs> this episode is causing his fire alarm to go off. <laughs> like two feet is too long for a cigar. Like that. Connor, you're such two- a sexual tyrannosaurus. My fire alarm went off. Yeah, your two foot cigar. You can't keep smoking that in the house when you're doing predator cottery. I'll do whatever the hell I want. It's my house. Connery Dutch Hansen. Uh, we're covering predator here. Looking good, Dutch. <laughs> we're covering predator today. As we all know, there's a new Predator movie out, Prey, on Hulu. Uh, it's been out for a little bit, but hey, schedule. And we're not going to get uh, to it for a while. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I want to build up to it. And, uh, you know, covering Beavis and, the new Beavis and Butthead movie was very, very important. Oh, yes. <laughs> it was a, a spiritual experience for us and I'm sure our listeners. Oh, yeah. Um, I can't wait to talk about Predator. I'm so glad Turin's here. It's a very Turin movie. Right. What does that um, mean? What are you getting at? <laughs> well, Leave JCVD may have some tangential connection, <laughs> but also it's just an awesome '80s action movie. <laughs> okay, you're forgiven. That's okay, right. uh, <laughs> but before we talk about Predator, we have to do our usual segment of what's new. I think you really mastered like the timing of it in your head. Yeah, it's like from my own self. I like, put a little space there. Like, okay, here's where they go. <laughs> you should just overlay all of his boos into a single soundbite for it just instead. Just are you? Oh God, are you? What? Oh, no. do, do your pushing, pushing pencils, pencils mouth mouth exercise. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> it's a linguistical uh, exercise. What's about it? See, I have pushing too many pencils. There too many go. pencils. Too many pencils. You gotta warm the tongue up. Turns into a, a rave song. Okay, what's new? Anything new that we've been consuming media-wise? Could be fruit, but <laughs> oh. no, it's media. Uh, Connery, what's new with you? What's new with me? Um, let's see. Uh, on Wednesday, I watched uh, Emily the Criminal, which uh, was boomed by past and impending guest Jose Barra. I actually saw it with uh, Grayson and uh, Epiphany Holberg. What is it? Um, it's Aubrey Plaza's new movie. It's about a woman who slowly goes from like a deep in debt um, college dropout to um, a professional thief and all the horror that kind of spuns out of that. Oh. So it's not like cool. It's mostly just like a drama, or it's 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 pretty much like a drama. It's more of like a melancholy drama. Yeah, <laughs> gotcha. So she. But it's still cool. It's got some fun lines. She's she's like witty Aubrey Plaza sometimes. 
So it doesn't have like James Con vibes, like like <laughs> Thief. It's not really uh, like that. I would argue it does have some some Thief vibes to it, in like the sense of more Michael Mann vibe than a uh, James Con maybe. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but definitely Jose pitched it to me as, oh, it's like uncut gems. But I was like, oh, no, this just feels more like a Michael Mann movie. <laughs> hmm. That sounds good to me. Yeah, I think you like it a lot. I liked it a lot when I watched it. I was very surprised. Like, I went there to support Jose and his name was even the credits in the end, which was really cool. Oh, Jose worked on it. Yeah, he worked on it. He boomed on it. Oh, OK. When you said he like boomed it. I thought you were like using that as a synonym for like recommending it, and I'm like, I've never heard that before. So I'm like, like, kill yes, kids are saying. Okay, he's my the... new Gen Z term. Boomed it. I heard a four year old <laughs> say it the other day. So. I, like, I adopted four year old language into my own adult life. <laughs> Hand me the baba. Uh, you gotta get ahead of that curve early, you know. Wow, that's awesome. I always say worked on it. Yeah, it was great. It was super, again super fun movie. Highly recommend it. it I had a great time watching it. And uh, then game-wise, I played through the video game Cult of the Lamb, which is actually really fun. Uh, part base builder, part roguelite. Um, you're basically, um, if you played Animal Crossing, it's like that, except you're the leader of a cult and you're sacrificing them whenever you need more power and building bases. What do you... <laughs> what do you... Yeah... That's I don't something. know. That's something. It sounds pretty <laughs> concise. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is, there, like, is there a story or anything? Like, what do you? The stories are trying to free your patron god, who's been like trapped under the world. It, he's called the one who waits. Like and uh, there's some lore, but mostly it's just a straightforward roguelike base builder. It's just a jarred Leto simulator. Yeah, exactly. I should. I but you know what? I called my cult Tyler. The good cult. Of course. So every time I would like port back into my base, you see the good colts appear on the screen. It was really fun. That's really good. Um, but yeah, that's a pretty much what's new with me. It's it's a pretty fun game. Um, I think I got through. I got through like all the bosses, and then the game was like, "Oh, you need twenty followers." And I'm like, the base building aspect is the thing that probably appeals to me the least. So I think I just beat the game and I'm done now. <laughs> Gotcha. What did you play it on? I played it on my PS5, but I believe it is on everything. How much does Fucking it cost? Flex, $5? It's like 30 bucks, unfortunately. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's worth it. The art style is cool. The combat's good and crunchy. And uh, the base building's good if you like that kind of thing. So, you know, it, it's good. <laughs> if it's not on PS4 and under 10 bucks, Tyler isn't playing it. <laughs> nope. Exactly, yeah. PS3, ideally. <laughs> PS3. <laughs> Turn, what's new with you? Uh, I always say fuck all every time I'm on here, so it's <laughs> generally true, but um, I don't know what media I've been consuming lately. A lot of shit. Um, mm. I want to see Nope a few weeks back. That was great. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, let's talk about movie. Nope. We all saw yeah. it. Oh, yeah, right, right. Just, we haven't talked about it yet. Let's just change the podcast to Nope. Sure. <laughs> nope <laughs> Pred and Nope. Pred and Nope. No, those are good. Sorry, go on, turn. No, it's good. No, it's great. I loved it. Um, it was a few weeks ago. I need to go see it again. But um, yeah, it was really cool. And then I don't know. Apart from that, I mean, I started watching Sandman. I don't know if you guys have watched that yet. Yeah, I've Netflix. watched a few episodes of it. It's good. Yeah. Enjoying it. It's kind of weird. So, uh, I think that's probably it. I lead a very passive life. Watching The Amazing Race. 
season Ooh. one yeah. <laughs> from 25 season one years ago there's a lot of very problematic people in that show <laughs> from like the early 2000s name some there's a lot of r words and uh, you know a lot of uh, aspersions cast by people on poor <laughs> countries you know oh no it's, a, it's a, yeah it's all a little uh awkward that's from season one yeah which is like 25 years ago or something didn't we start watching like season one of Survivor when we were at your place one time, or is that just me and Lily doing that? I think that was uh, Survival of the Pygmies or something like that. What are you talking about? Remember <laughs> when we watched that? I don't think we ever watched Survivor in my head. How, let's go back to Nope for a minute. Like, what what did you think compared to uh, Jordan Peele's other movies, like Us and and uh, Get Out? And like, did, did have you watched any of his other stuff, like uh, Twilight Zone? I, I haven't watched those yet. I haven't seen any of the Twilight Zone yet because it's Same. on what, like Discovery or something, isn't it, or some uh, weird? It was on like CBS streaming. All Access, which is now one. I think Paramount. I don't know. Yeah, I have no fucking clue. They keep eating each other. Yeah. Right. <laughs> there may only be one. Mm. Uh, I mean, I loved it. I thought it was better than Us. I mean, I really enjoyed Us, but mm. like. This movie makes me want to rewatch it more than us did. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just, like I love that kind of just, you know, suspenseful horrorish movie that's just kind of, you know, playing with your expectations about the whole thing. Totally. Um oh, I thought it was great. Um, yeah. you guys. Yeah, what about I, you, Connor? I, I agree. It is is my favorite over Us, definitely. Um, I only like Us really for one scene, and that's the final, like, ballet fight in the end that I really enjoy with, like, the soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And that's why I liked Us almost at all. And and I thought that scene was so cool. I was just like, yeah, this is a great movie. (laughs) But, um, But yeah, um, I, I really loved Nope. I thought it was good. I thought that monkey scene was traumatizing and horrifying. And... I love the final form of, like, the big alien in the end. There was this couple in the elevator going down after the movie, and the husband was like, what the hell was that? Like, that was so stupid. Like, why did it change? Like, I was like, because it's beautiful. It's a beautiful celestial butterfly. <laughs> and I actually said that to him. Like, because it's a beautiful celestial butterfly. And him and his wife both laughed really hard. <laughs> Do you yell at this man in look cinemas? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm now the vagrant of look cinemas that like <laughs> you basically live there now yeah. he, he's laughing like, with you as he hits the emergency button on the <laughs> you just live under the I stairs at look cinemas i like have this full like shawl i'm like this like grim prophet that like wanders the halls spouting movie spoilers but like really incoherently <laughs> it's like a bright green robe though it's like the color of the their exactly it's like neon green and like black and just be like, you there! Transformers 5 you seek to see! Because <laughs> they would just be playing the last night there. Um, yeah, I really I really liked uh, Nope also. I, I, it's definitely the most rewatchable of his movies, I think. Um, mm. It's definitely... Like, the thing with... <clears throat> like, compared to Get Out and Us, I feel like those have a lot more of a message to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not that this this movie doesn't have any theme or like doesn't have a message either, but those feel more like using horror as a tool to talk about like very specific subjects. Yes, mm-hmm. um, which I think Get Out is just like one of the all time like best horror movies for that reason. Oh, great. Um, Us, I like, I do like quite a bit, but I don't ultimately like find myself not like loving it every time I watch it. 
Uh, I guess I've only seen it a couple times, but every time I, every time I've seen it, like by the end, I'm like, okay, like I get most of this. Like the whole like arms around the world, like I still don't fully understand. I kind of get, um, but it's like message is so like specific but big that I don't totally understand all the references. Mm-hmm. Um, but nope is more just a straightforward. I mean, it's not really straightforward, but it's more straightforward than those in terms of being like a big, just like kind of popcorn yeah. movie, but like, yeah. like kind of like eighty million dollar budget, like kind of like a mid budget blockbuster, which we just don't get like really at all anymore. Right. At least to uh to theaters, which is like I kind of wish Prey was in theaters. I definitely would have loved to see that in theaters. Uh, it well, was you, for a little well, bit, but like not you, every theater, you know. You, wow. you wouldn't have loved to go to the premiere, Tyler, or you know Connery. No, <laughs> I did. I had work. <laughs> I asked Celeste because I remember she was you and her were like hosting Joan all weekend, and I was like, "We don't have to do this if you don't want to." She was like, "I am tired." I was like, "Then let's. We don't have to." <laughs> yeah. <Wow. clears throat> Meanwhile, if I was going, I'd be like, "We have to go. We have to. There's no choice." But yeah, just the whole like okay, so there's many things I like about Nope. It's it's a, <clears throat> a lot of the main characters are below below the line can uh movie crew people, film crew people. Yes. Like uh the the siblings are like horse uh, like ranch owners and stuff. They use the horses for stunts and stuff in movies. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> I guess there's the guy who's like the cinematographer who's not a uh He's not below the line, but he's still just like a he's a crew member who's just like a zany kind of like. Of course, he has this like really specific camera <laughs> that has like uh, the IMAX logo <laughs> on it. And he's oh, just yeah, like, yeah, I, I made this that, like dude. manual camera and everything. It's just like really specific. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, yeah. I mean, I totally believe this. And yeah. he's also dressed like the DP of this movie, Hoyt Van Hoytema, who's like always just wearing like a black T-shirt, black shorts, yeah. and like a giant cape. Um, <laughs> uh, what's it called? A scarf. Shawl. It's always warm here, so I forget what the word scarf is. Yeah, that um, that guy definitely felt like the most like a little bit too in your face in terms of parody. You know, like no, <laughs> yeah, but he, I love. Uh, no, he's great, but like, like in Get Out, there's he's still like parodying, you know, that kind of idea of the white family and stuff. Yeah. But it's a lot more subtle than that, dude. But he was great. <laughs> yeah. I love that actor as well. I can't remember what his name is, but. I can't remember either. I'll have to come back. He's got to an it, amazing but. voice. And uh, fun fact: the the person playing the ape is uh, Terry Notary, who uh, was oh, Rocket. Yeah, he was Rocket in the the Planet of the Apes movies, the the new oh, ones nice. with all the mocap. Uh, Roca- Rocket's the kind of like I don't know benevolent second in command of Caesar's he's the hot apes. <laughs> mm. Oh yeah, uh, the hot I- one. I don't think he's, he's the a hothead. <laughs> Not the hot one. He's the hot ape. I think Koba's the hothead, right? Koba's more like the revolution, political revolutionary tyrant. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's really cool. And then also on top of that, basically the, most of the movie takes place like 10 minutes from where I grew up. Nice. <laughs> like when you're getting off the exit, it's like there's just even a shot of Aguadulce Canyon Road, the exit. <laughs> and it's just like, I just really love that there's a... I think on Instagram I put like we love a Agua Dulce sci-fi thriller. <laughs> like it's just hyper specific <laughs> where the location is, and it's really close to where I grew up. So I just think that's really cool. Um, and on top of it, it's a kaiju movie secretly, and you don't really know what's <laughs> happening. And it just ends up becoming like I'm like even even near the end, I'm like, oh, maybe this thing is is from Earth, mm-hmm. but uh, it seems right. to be like an alien. But 
I, I was kind of expecting to, this movie to be more influenced by like signs and the village, like more mm-hmm. Shyamalan ish, but it's not really. It's uh, it kind of goes bigger than that, and it mm-hmm. like it is suspenseful and there's like scares and stuff like that. But at the same time, it's it just becomes a mo- like a, a kaiju movie, which I just totally didn't expect, and I really yeah. like that about it. Yeah, and I like that they're not really trying to destroy it really like their whole thing is just getting like the oprah shot like just trying to get rich off of this thing (laughs) i really enjoyed yeah and they're not trying to like arm up or anything like it plays into the like uh there's more theme i definitely need to see the movie again it's like i think there's a lot of commentary on like hollywood and but they use a camera as a as a weapon you know basically um as well as the giant inflatable cowboy (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh but yeah, they're not like arming up a bunch of guns and stuff like that, which you would think would be in like kind of like an '80s version of this movie. It's, yeah, it's because uh, they'd shred that thing with bullets. It wouldn't be fun. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I guess it would just sh- barf up all the bullets back at them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, if it eats it, it just shoots it back out. The metallic stuff. So I guess it would be harder to kill than that. But it's more about like capturing this thing on camera and everything, which I really liked. It's kind of like the cryptozoology kind of aspect of it. Yeah. For sure. Uh, I liked all that a lot. So, uh, Yeah, I guess. Let's just keep talking about Nope for an hour. <laughs> yeah, <Sure>. I mean, <laughs> be good. good movie. Wait, what's the theme you guys think of Nope? No, we can't have this be a two-hour-long episode. I won't be editing all day. <laughs> yeah, you do. You'd love <laughs> no, to. I got places to be. <laughs> <laughs> we are recording this at 9.30 on Saturday because, uh, I don't know, mostly because of me. <laughs> Almost ex- exclusively, Tyler. <laughs> let's let's be straight. No, little column A, little column B. <laughs> what's tired, new with me? <laughs> yeah, what's new with you, Tyler? What are you doing? Uh, I watched, or I watched, I played Star Wars: The Force Unleashed on Nintendo Switch. <laughs> oh my god! Let's talk all about this, please. Star <laughs> Killer. Are you talk not interested, it. or are you very interested? I'm very interested. No, okay. I'm I'm excited to hear about this. Okay, I got it on Nintendo Switch when it was on sale. <laughs> Of course. How much this was game it? that came out in 2009 and just mm-hmm. got reported to a Nintendo Switch. They like updated the graphics and stuff. I think it was like ten dollars. <laughs> Usually <Yeah>. twenty. <laughs> um, also, just got Knights of Old Republic two that was on sale today. So nice. uh, I'll come back to that in a few months when I finish it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I played the uh, PS4 version of this. I know PS. I guess I, I I played on Xbox 360 when it first came out. That's how long mm. ago it was. And. The whole thing, like the big touting of this game when it came out, was like the graphics uh, or the the, the grab the, uh, the physics engine basically yeah. they used for the force and the 360 and PS3 versions like it plays like, it's like a big f- physics generator basically so all your force abilities you just kind of like f- send people flying it's just like a lot of fun um, all the force abilities are a lot of fun that mm-hmm. it just feels more like tactile and like real I guess in some ways than than old games like a jedi knight or something um and the maps are pretty huge and like little cavernous and the switch version is pretty different um the maps are a lot smaller they're more kind of like hallways and stuff and it focuses you still have the force abilities but it doesn't have the same engine because it originally came out on wii it's like the wii slash ps2 version oh so the graphics aren't nearly as good um (laughs) to the point where it's like you know the the game looked pretty good when it first came out. The 360 version, it's like, oh, these look like people. It's like the beginning, of like mocap in games. Yeah, <laughs> but this is like trying to do that style, but on like a PS2 level. So everyone's faces look really weird and scary. And like when I'm they emote, imagining. their face is just like a dead-eyed like mannequin. Like, 
<laughs> I don't know why I'm imagining the like pilot really lady the most clear in how like horrifying she must look. She, yeah, she is. They they are all horrifying. <laughs> Darth Vader looks like really low poly, but like, <laughs> but but I like it. Um, but yeah, the graphics are pretty disgusting to look at. So I like kind of put it down for a while and then came back to it. I'm like, oh, that lightsaber combat in this is actually like pretty good. Like I oh, yeah. like the combat better than uh, f- what's it called, Fallen Order. Mm. Oh um, wow. Yeah, I I. It's much more hack and slash. Yes, this is. Wait, which one? Um, Force Unleashed. Yeah, but like even the combat mechanics in this compared to the 360 version are like more like timed, and I don't even mean like the button timing. It's just uh, I don't know. It feels more tactile, and like you are actually fighting people. Like you yeah. actually feel like the connections and stuff. So, um. Yeah, I don't know. I like the combat system in this better, even though you don't have a lot of the physics abilities of the of the other version. Um, the only uh, only other th- and like you also there's some other levels that aren't in the 360 version. Like uh, you go to the Jedi Temple a few times, and that's really cool oh. just for like lore reasons. It's like hmm. the stormtroopers have it all like locked down, but nobody can go in, so you kind of like need to sneak in. And then you that's fight cool. like versions of different old Sith lords that are like just in this game. So I'm like, that's always fun for a big Star Wars nerd like me. Well, that's rad. Um, I, I might pick that up too. Then that sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fun. The only uh, only other downside I would say is that um, the levels you can't really choose like each level. As far as I know, mm. you kind of just need to play the story through. Yeah. So it's like, oh, if I want to get certain lightsaber crystal colors and stuff like that, I have to like play the whole game again. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also a dual mode that you can. I guess you can only play with two people, which is a little mm. annoying. But maybe at some point, <laughs> I Let's can play that you, together, Connery. <laughs> That sounds fun. Let's um, do that. We'll report rem- back on this old games <laughs> dueling system. I remember in uh, I think high school when this first came. Maybe it was maybe it was middle school. I'm trying to remember exactly, but I would put on Lincoln Park like a soundtrack, a little like mixed CD I made or something, and I'd put <laughs> it on while I played um, Force Unleashed. So I'd be just like, "What I've done!" <laughs> it's like I'm tearing people, like, tearing up stormtroopers and like Jedi. And That's stuff. pretty like yeah. It's pretty emotional. <laughs> oh, it totally is. Like Starkiller would be listening to this as like he's ripping stormtroopers apart. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty emo. He needs guyliner. <laughs> he does desperately. Just playing, listen to MCR. Um, I did that too. Yeah, when I was like playing PS2 games, I'd make like mixed <laughs> CDs of stuff. But yeah, other than that, I haven't been playing this recently. But we must bring up Predator Hunting Grounds again. I feel like oh we talked God. about this last time. Turn was on, or maybe two times ago. But it's just a awesome. episode. Yeah, it's just a great game for ps4 and like xbox uh where you can be the predator or four soldiers and you're in the jungle it's basically this movie and it's amazing yeah. i remember when we all forgot the predator could blow up and so we were like all running for our lives and that final part where that person died yeah we're just like yeah we killed him and then it's like oh no he's gonna go nuclear <laughs> <laughs> just like running i think one of us blew up i think i think Probably. it was yeah, I think it was one of us blew up, but I remember being so funny, just being like, oh, no, he's going to explode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good shit. Yeah. The the lore of this movie is is pretty, like, it all feels pretty organic, I think. Yeah. I, I, did, I forgot how much of it there was, you know? <laughs> yeah, there's My a memory of this movie is always just it's a monster in a jungle, but there is a lot of, like, predator moments <laughs> where you kind of get a feel for, like... <laughs> What he's thinking, you know? Yeah, and like technology. <laughs> There's a lot of parts where it's just uh, not night vision. It's like thermal, thermal vision. Yeah. And he's just the, each one of those scenes goes on so long. 
Um, <laughs> just like whoever shot that and who edited it just was like stoned. Like they go on for quite some time. It's just like here's Whoa. the predator's vision. So you, you definitely live in like the killer's yeah. mind, which is kind of mm-hmm. a cool like slasher trope. Um, the POV and everything. But uh, before we get further into the movie, we got to talk a little bit about our personal histories with Predator and the fran- Predator franchise. Mm. Um, Turin, are you cool with starting first? My personal history with it? Yes. When's the first time you watched this movie? I mean, definitely when I was a kid. I mean, I always had older brothers and sisters, so like... This was just constantly on, you know. <laughs> Anyone with an older brother or older sister yeah. will put on Predator all the <laughs> <Exactly>. time. <laughs> it's, it's a rule. Because, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I think, like, I've probably seen it as early as, I don't know, six or seven, probably. Yeah. I was definitely young. It's one of my definitely earliest memories of a movie. Wow. This and The Lion King. <laughs> and possibly movie. Aliens. Yeah, I think that's probably the three that I remember from John. Long live the Predator. Did you end up watching any of the sequels after that? Or is it mostly was your attention mostly just on this movie? I mean, I've definitely seen this one the most. I've seen two, maybe two or three times. Yeah. But my only memory of it is the opening scene from that movie. And the yeah. kind of voodoo elements to it. That's kind of all <laughs> yeah, I really so remember really... from two. <laughs> two is a really weird movie, and I can't yeah. wait to talk about it next week. Yeah, but uh, I think I'll watch it anyway. Yeah, because <laughs> I want to see it. By the way, most uh, of the Predator movies are on Hulu right now. For anyone interested in watching, there you all go. These. For anyone interested in our podcast, they're all available on Hulu to watch. You know, you're following around, following us around. Man, I, I don't know. I I know I've seen the Adrian Brody one, but I remember absolutely nothing from it. Like zero information yeah on what that one was like i feel like that's most people yeah yeah very forgettable but i've heard i've had people tell me it's better than you remember but yeah i think so uh i'm looking forward to seeing it again because i haven't watched it in years yeah so remember there's a good like samurai fight between the predator and lawrence fishburne i think what (laughs) (laughs) something like that sold i can't wait (laughs) yeah i don't know like then the Predator, completely forgettable for me. So yeah. It really is just this movie, in fairness. Like, this is really it, in terms of it as a franchise. I will just watch this one every time. It's not like I'm going to watch all four of them, you know? Yeah, it's yeah. A, it's not like Harry Potter or something. Like, I mean, right. that's one of the most, like, digestible franchises, I guess. It's all, like, I know what happens here. next time in, in Predator Academy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they train to be Predators. <laughs> they fight wizards. That'd be pretty fun. <laughs> quite, be the, cool. quite the prey. <laughs> but yeah, this franchise is weird because it it, it is pretty uh, inconsistent. Because uh, there's Predator 1. Predator 2 comes out three years later without Arnold in it. Uh, mm. He Mistake. was originally supposed to be in it. But then there was like a contract dispute. He wasn't getting... He didn't want to. He didn't get paid enough, and like I, I think, like the difference was like not that much for like a movie star. You know, you I mean, it's a lot for a normal person. <laughs> um, and then Predators doesn't come out for like fifteen years after that. Whoa! And then the Predator comes out eight years after that. But then while they're shooting the Predator, uh, the director Dan Trachtenberg pitches Prey, like the the plot of Pre- like the story of Prey, to. Uh, Oh. The people behind pre- the, like the Predator franchise. So like, hey, let's plan on this at the same time. It has nothing to do with the Predator. Yeah. 
Uh, I mean, really, he so. took the last 20 minutes of this movie and was like, what if this was a whole movie? Yeah, and that's like the best parts of the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, y- yes, yes. I think I think those are the best parts, but also I just love it. <laughs> like this whole movie. It's, it's all you great. like the yeah. cheeseburger dialogue. That's what you yeah, like the most about so this. Good. Don't hide it. <laughs> all of it's so good. It all works. <laughs> Ain't got time to bleed. <laughs> uh, what about you, Connery? What's your personal uh, history with Predator? Zero. Zip, zilch, nada. Hearing people shout, get to the choppa, and learning it's from Predator, and being like, oh, okay. But I never, ever watched these movies before, ever. Yeah. When, when you told me yeah. that, like, last week, I was like, what? You haven't even seen the first one? I would have thought th- you'd seen this This is your first time? It's my first. It was my first time ever watching The Predator, yes. Oh, I'm so jealous right now. <laughs> It was it was a lot of fun to watch. Like the the dialogue is so funny, and I did really enjoy. Like so, the last twenty minutes are like great nonstop like action attack stuff. Yeah, there's like not really any dialogue. It's just right. Arnold mudding up and <laughs> playing traps, and some of them yeah. don't work because the predator is so smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that was when he's like, "They kill me, kill me," and he's just like, "No, I'm not going through this way." <laughs> He just like walks around the side of the set. <laughs> like, oh, okay, yeah. this looks kind of funny, but <laughs> it still works. He's like, do you think I'm stupid? <laughs> and I'm really excited to to cover these movies, especially since you haven't seen them, Connery, because it is a weird franchise. <laughs> and I'm I'm. It sounds like there's only four of them. Did I count that uh, right? There's five. There's five. Okay. For some reason, I thought there were like eight in my head, and I was like, oh, we're gonna be here for no. a while. <laughs> but you seen Alien versus part of? Yeah, I was gonna say you've uh, seen that, right, Connery? No. What? Come on. I feel no, like you, just, you could just roll into the Alien franchise straight off the back of those. We could. Yeah. We could. <laughs> but there's also an Alien TV show coming out sometime sure. next year. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's going to be on Hulu, I think. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, yes. My, I guess I'll say I my personal gonna, experience with the Predator Yeah, I was going to ask. What's your personal experience, Tyler? <laughs> uh, I have a few things. Mainly this this movie... Uh, I'll just talk about this movie because we'll get to uh, that story for the next movie, uh, the other one I'm going to tell. But this, like Predator, I just, I think I discovered on it was on playing on FX or Spike TV when that was Ooh, around. Spike TV. <laughs> <laughs> it would just be in rotation on one of those channels because uh, FX we got the movies, you know, yes. the classics, classic action films and stuff like that, dramas. But TNT. yeah, I definitely experienced this first on TV, so it was all. You know, all all the worst, uh, most offending stuff was uh, bleeped out or used a different mm-hmm. word. Um, it was just the action and the story and just like the tenseness of this thing. I think the I think I remember seeing like the skinned bodies still on TV, which is a yeah. pretty intense image. Um, but yeah, I don't know. This kind of felt like like top tier action movie to me when I was a kid. I definitely saw this young. I was probably like nine or ten or something when I saw this. Maybe a little older. Um, and I'm sure my dad saw it, so he would like watch it with me at different points. Uh, not every time, but he'd say, "Look yeah. at that body, Tyler. Look at it. Don't look away." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's it's. Oh, I thought you were talking about Arnold's body. <laughs> no, <laughs> that too. Don't look away, Tyler. <laughs> I don't want to look away. Um, <laughs> Carl Weathers, man, boy. Oh yeah. Um, but, <laughs> no, I, it's probably the same for you if you saw it that early. But for me, there's just so many parts of this movie that. Doesn't matter how long ago I saw this movie last. I know it's coming up. I yeah. know the exact scene that's going to happen. You know, yeah. it's just <laughs> full of just iconic parts. Yeah, just stick with me. Like, absolutely. It's just a. Uh, it it feels like a like an old 
an old friend or something like that. You can just like watch it over and over again. It's just, it's like a comfort film, even though it's violent and yeah. uh, schlocky. It's I guess that's why partly why it's schlocky. It's or why it's a comfort film because it's like a little schlocky, but it's still like incredibly well directed. Yeah. Um, John McTiernan. This was his second film. He went on to do Die Hard. Um, in a bunch of other big action movies before he got um, sent to prison for wiretapping a producer. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> we could talk. Well, I guess this is the episode to talk about that a little bit. But uh, yeah, he <laughs> yes, went a please. little uh, off the off the rails. But uh, he became the you know, predator. He, did, <laughs> he he became a predator. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he would go on to do yeah Die Hard, Hunt for Red October, uh, Last Action Hero was kind of his uh, his decline. But he did Die Hard 3 as well. Um, so he's like big time 90s action director. And just the cast in this is pretty ridiculous. It's just like the most like, like it's like a true action movie yeah. cast. Like Sonny Landham and uh, Jesse Ventura. Uh, two governors are in this movie. <laughs> Shane Black, future director of Predator movie. Yeah. Hey. Uh, my least favorite Predator movie. <laughs> yeah, the worst one by far. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Sh- Shane Black is like the <clears throat> the radio ops guy. He's in it because he also did punch up on the script, um, which I feel like he did a lot of the like a lot of the dialogue is really iconic. Um, yeah. But there's also the opposite side. Of it. Mostly what his character says. I think it's one of those classic <laughs> things where he's the first one to die, so he can't be too likable. So he keeps cr- cracking jokes that are just kind of like nasty and offensive uh, yeah <laughs> uncomfortable for all <laughs> yeah, just and then there one squad mate just bursts out laughing at one of the jokes and i was like it wasn't that funny man <laughs> yeah. just just fill in the space there uh so yeah i feel like shane black's a little bit more responsible for like all the things that age the worst in this movie <laughs> <laughs> that would make sense yes <laughs> which i know he's like an acclaimed writer and stuff like that but uh he's very just like, I don't know if he's like, oh, I got to, like, make this, like, hyper-masculine yeah. in a very toxic way. I don't know how aware he was of how toxic it is. I guess, you know, to a degree, but. Yeah. yeah. Just I mean, it's probably very true to what this kind of band of men together <laughs> would be doing, but yeah, no one true. wants to hear it on screen. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> no one. But it simultaneously gives us some of the best lines, probably. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I guess I just watched this a lot throughout my life. But um, this script was written by uh, Jim and John Thomas, but names that just don't sound real. <laughs> Jim and John Thomas. <laughs> They'd go on to write Executive Decision, another 90s movie that rules with uh, Kurt Russell, uh, as well as, I guess, they were involved in Wild Wild West, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no. <laughs> One of the many writers of that. But uh, they, this was their first script, I'm pretty sure. Um, they basically snuck onto the, the I think, was it Paramount? They, they snuck onto the lot and like put the script underneath an executive's door, and that's how this Don't movie got made. Still, what? Don't you wish we could still do things like that? I know. Sneak into an executive's room and just leave a script, and then it gets made. <laughs> oh, sorry. 20th Century Fox. Yeah, that makes sense. There you go. Because um, that's why it's on Hulu now, because it's all hey. one giant Disney subsidiary. <laughs> but yeah, like with Spielberg, he just like showed up at a, I think it was Warner Brother or Universal. Why can't I remember any of the studios? He showed up at one of the studios as like a seven, like a nineteen-year-old. He's like, yeah, I work here, but he just like snuck into someone's <laughs> office and acted like he worked there, and that's how he got his directing jobs to start because okay. they liked his gumption. 
Fucking boomers, man. <laughs> fucking white it. boomers, man. All right. Just do fucking anything. <laughs> and they say, uh, how come you don't sneak in here? Because you'd have us escorted out and tased. Uh, just walk into a house and be like, this is my house. So everyone's like, yeah, <laughs> all right. That makes sense. I guess you're right. Good gumption. I'll leave. <laughs> yeah. I'll pack my shit. Come on, kids. <laughs> We're out of here. <laughs> this young man here proved his gumption. <laughs> but yeah, the um, the Thomas brothers wrote the script based on like a, a recent Hollywood like joke that's like, what's the next Rocky movie? What's he gonna do? Fight an alien? <laughs> so that's where they came up with the idea for this movie. It's just rock, like I guess Sylvester Stallone fighting an alien, <laughs> Pre- preferably boxing. Preferably fighting his robot servant. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Lily and I, Lily and I were at this uh, restaurant, this like uh, breakfast place we like to go to uh, every other weekend. We kind of go to, and uh, I was just completely enraptured watching Rocky Four <laughs> on the TV there oh at this diner. I was like, "What is this? This looks really good. Like it's really fun." And then like the robot shows up, and I'm like, "Oh, oh, this is Rocky Four. Okay, okay. <laughs> it just got better. It's still good. <laughs> yeah, it's still good. There's a robot." servant for polly it's all it's all good time um so that's how they came up with the idea for this script yeah it got made based because of their antics and uh and uh other fun pre-production or i guess while they started shooting this movie jcvd jean-claude van damme who i bring up all the time on this podcast (laughs) uh he was just making a name for himself in hollywood and he was originally the predator oh Um, and I heard I've heard a couple of different stories about why he was not ultimately left in the role. Apparently, like when I first heard this story that he was predator, I was like, "Holy shit!" And the initial story was that he kept trying to do karate kicks yeah. as the predator. He kept trying to do like yeah. martial arts, and they were like, "Fuck no, it's not." Like, why would this predator know kung fu? Like, he knows how to do kicks. Yeah, but uh, I read more recently that it was just because. Like the original Predator costume, which was not this one, was just so unsafe for him to work in that he yeah. was like refusing to do stunts in it, <laughs> and they replaced him with another guy. It was a lot and taller that... and like looks more lobstery, but like the original, like the stuff he had, they had him doing stunts against, like a because it was really uh, the heat vision stuff. Yeah. No, 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 sorry, not the heat vision. the The optical effect when he's got the camouflage, like the mm-hmm. active yeah. camouflage on, where he's basically invisible. It just like refracts light. They had him wearing like a red version of the suit that's like just like mostly foam. So JCVD thought that was like what the predator was gonna look like, and he's like, "This is awful. <laughs> this fucking sucks." But I mean, the the version of the full costume that they were gonna do is just like a little too like space uh, crustacean, and like does look yeah. really unwieldy to to wear. Yeah. Um, so I, I think JCVD was like really mad and like wanted to like I don't know. I think he's a little bit of like. He definitely was all about himself and like probably wanted more involvement or in some way, you know. Yeah, he's like, it's no obscuring doubt. my face too much. Right. So, uh, so he quit or was fired. I don't know what that story is. And then Kevin Peter Hall would go on to be uh, the predator in this and the second movie. Mm. Uh, he's like really, he's like seven feet tall or something. Oh shit! It's like the guy who did uh, who was the alien in the in the first Alien movie. He's mm. just like this really tall guy. I mean, he um, is fucking huge when, when he's toward the end fighting with Arnie, and he's, like, yeah. towering over him. I know you can probably yeah. fake that, but he looks big compared to yeah. him, you know? He was seven foot two. Jesus Woo! fuck. Yeah. And That's wild. Just wearing that suit all the time in this movie, and apparently he was, like, I was watching this behind-the-scenes thing, and he just seemed, like, very, 
uh, just like gregarious and like having a fun time the whole time and just like keeping <laughs> the energy up for everybody and just cracking jokes and stuff while when they take off the predator like basically there's like the predator mask and yeah. then there's like the full like uh, alien head so it's like mm-hmm. they could just pull the the mask off and there wasn't the head that's how he could like breathe and like look and stuff right. like that so yeah uh, I did read that they like did this on location in like a jungle in Mexico. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. apparently it was like incredibly difficult to film. <laughs> and there are like parts in the movie where Carl Weathers just looks like the sweatiest man alive. Yes. They and all I like, are. I was like, oh, it's the 80s. They probably oiled him up. And then I read that and I was like, oh, maybe it's just fucking awful. Like yeah, in this dense jungle. They just didn't <laughs> clean them up. He's just dying. And like apparently a bunch of them got like poisoning from contaminated water and stuff oh that God. they were drinking and it just sounds awful for everyone <laughs> yeah this is definitely this is like a kind of a risky movie for in some ways it seems because like why are we going to like the ju- like actual jungles to shoot this and it's going to be like really yeah but i think it you know some of it you can definitely tell it's stage work and right. in other parts it does feel definitely like they're on location especially like the first uh like third when they're assaulting that base mm. and stuff yeah yeah it feels yeah. like there's some real scenes in the jungle um but yeah just working on this movie it's like yeah i don't know it's called predator i don't know what this thing is it's gonna be crap <laughs> like i just imagine some grip being like this is gonna suck <laughs> this is gonna fucking stink uh, uh no respect or, my... all respect to grips <laughs> <laughs> one of my one of my first notes on my thing is i hide i'd have a lot of fun driving an all-terrain jeep because <laughs> they drive those around in like the jungle base and i'm like I would have fun driving one of those. I might want to drive an all-terrain Jeep at some point in my life. You can do that, Connery. It's, I know. It's, it's very in easy. Your grasp. Yeah. I can accomplish it. Um, <laughs> yeah, just this. Yeah, the location work really helps uh, sell it because I feel like in the last third, there's like more and more stage stuff, like at night when Arnold's yeah, like buttoned up and like hiding from the mm-hmm. Predator and everything. Um, it doesn't feel quite as real, but... It beca- it, but it's fine because the whole thing becomes more dramatic and more theatrical. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a man and an alien yeah, <laughs> trying to hide from each other and bunch each other and stuff. That's why I was you curious about why everyone, why everyone got so mad at Prey. Because I'm like, the ending of this movie, like, it is just down to Arnold and the Predator. Like, it's not that it takes a whole squad to take the Predator down. Like, it's just one person takes him down in the end. Like, I'm so confused. <laughs> I don't know. People uh, want to get mad about shit. I don't know. I haven't even heard about that. Yeah, I yeah. heard some discourse. People complain. It took a whole squad to take down the predator. I'm like, no, it took. After w- watching, I'm like, it took one man. Did What's you not the see difference? The original? They yeah. get fucking annihilated. Like, yeah, like they get ripped apart. <laughs> I was. It's not of, even a challenge. <laughs> I was kind of almost expecting like when Sonny Landham just stays on that bridge to like mm. knife fight the predator. I was kind of expecting yeah. like at least. The predator being a little wounded from that, but it's like, right. oh, no, he just annihilated nope. everybody. Just yeah. Ripped out his just fucking spine, through. man. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah. He did indeed rip out many spines. Beautiful. <laughs> just that effect. Just all the all the costume effects in this are just like top tier. Right. All the props and everything are amazing. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like this movie is a lot better than it should be, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with his which comes with like John McTiernan coming in the beginning of his career. Uh, the music I love by Alan yeah. Silvestri. Silvestri, Back yeah, to the Future. Before this, all the little sound effects are amazing. Wow, yeah, the sound effects are great. Just like every department in this, really, just kind of delivers way more than they should for something that seems like it will be <laughs> yeah. kind of silly. 
Arnold's really in it, even though, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. There's a lot of, I have a lot of respect for, like, I love Arnold Schwarzenegger as an actor. Uh, I'm not saying, like, his acting capabilities, but just, like, <laughs> I, I love to see him on screen. Uh, and he's pretty gregarious. Uh, and he, I don't know, he just buys into the sci-fi stuff. He's in a lot of sci-fi movies, like Total Recall. He just kind of mm-hmm. does it. He doesn't think yeah. any of it's silly. He just does well in genre, so just the fact that he's fighting an alien in the middle yeah. of the jungle, he's like, all right, sure, I like this. <laughs> I, like this <laughs> I, do, I do think this is probably his best performance in a movie for some reason. It just, it's oh. the one that I feel like he commands like seriously, you know, whereas he, like Commando, other movies like that, it's, Kindergarten like, Cop. it's all fun, you know. And you, <laughs> jingle you know, all the way. Funny. Yeah, jingle all the way. <laughs> That's the one where he has a child. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And the child is is uh, Jake Lloyd, who plays Anakin in Phantom Menace. Oh, really? Anakin, <laughs> Anakin, Anakin. Who said you could touch my cookies? <laughs> uh, I think he's pretty good in the newest Terminator, Dark Fate, because he plays oh, yeah? like kind of like a family man, sad Terminator. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> How can the Terminator have a family? You'll have to. We'll have to watch and find out when we cover Terminator. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Exciting. <laughs> You bought into my uh, my pitch right now. Ah, uh, you <laughs> fell for your trap card. <laughs> yeah. See you in the shadow realm. But is the predator blind? Because when he takes his helmet off, he only sees like red and yellow. Does are they blind or like is it the Earth's atmosphere? I'm kind of curious. You guys can answer me that because I was a little confused when like you just could see worse. Um, I don't know, man. It's just I, alien eyes. Yeah, know? I don't think you can see worse. I think what I would just assume is that that's like the optimal vision for hunting things. Mm. So like his mask gives him heat vision, but like the way he normally sees, he's not like blind or anything. He's just uh, uh, he's from a different world, you know. Yeah, he's from a different Eyes world. Differently, it's probably know. evolved to the form of being like the ultimate. Like that's why they're they're just you know they've evolved over time to just become the ultimate predator. Yeah, in any any environment. Ah, uh, I see. So I was just like, I can be... I can barely see what's happening, and when he's like could <laughs> yeah, see with his regular eyes, I'm like, I don't know what the how he's doing this yeah, i can't <laughs> tell if it's intended to be like improved vision or like he's taking Worst. himself down to his like more primal level when he starts taking off all his shit you know yeah, he's like let's oh. go he takes off his like vision enhancements to mm-hmm. even the playing field or whatever but yeah. i don't know predator you've turned off your targeting display what's wrong <laughs> use the force predator <laughs> it's just nine also... inch nails comes on <laughs> it's also ben kenobi <laughs> Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um oh man the design of the predator is pretty cool (laughs) i don't know what do you guys think of the the predator's design it's very iconic just when you see it for the first time you're like oh wow yeah this this thing's here to stay it has that staying mentality to it or design even you're like it just looks cool yeah no it's great um i mean it's he's just so big and fucking imposing like you can Mm -hmm. believe him as just being this absolute primal hunter um, and it's like the way the movie handles them, I think is really good. Just not really showing them in any real capacity until towards the very end. Yeah. Kind of mm-hmm. nopish, you know, that kind of classical. Or like Jaws. Keep them hidden. Yeah. Like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I think it does really well with them. Because yeah, if you showed them like, really early, it would be less. Impactful, yeah, exactly. You, you know, it's not just you like, just feel like, you feel like the jungles eating people or like, it's a ghost or like, what's going on? No, it's a man. It's a group of men. <laughs> Yeah, because it goes from uh, it goes from the camouflage basically. Uh, maybe I think it starts with just the uh, 
the thermal vision. So you think it's like, oh, it could just be like enemy soldiers or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then it goes to the uh, ca- active camouflage. That's all you see. And it, like the way they do that effect is really trippy. Because it kind of looks yeah. like, like I almost like that effect more than what they would probably do in a more modern movie. I, I have yet to see Prey, but it's just like more CG-ish and like a, a, a force field bubble. But, like the way mm-hmm. they do this, like optically, it's just like, it just it really makes you want to not look at it and like look to the it side. It actively of it. looks unnatural. <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it like makes your eyes like go to the sides instead of at it. It's kind of <laughs> it's interesting that way. Um, your eyes curl back in your head. Yeah. <laughs> so it goes from heat vision to camouflage to mask, and then he finally takes the mask off at like near basically at the end, you know? So just like mm-hmm. the slow reveal of all of that is so cool. And he is one ugly motherfucker. <laughs> You're one ugly motherfucker. <laughs> I think that line was always uh, also censored for sure on TV. I feel like maybe <laughs> my dad said that line or something because I didn't. I, I think I had this movie on DVD too. I got it like Target for five dollars <laughs> at some point too. The bargain bin with Fox. Commando. This and that Commando. I love that. Oh, I love that. I had Commando on DVD. <laughs> Great movie. I love those like triple pairing DVD cases that existed for a long time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very good. Um, the poster of this I like a lot too. It's like the heat vision. It's mm. like Schwarzenegger's in in his targets. But it's good. I don't know. What do you, Connor Connor, you're the one that hasn't mm. seen this movie before. So like what how did you feel about it? <laughs> how did I feel about it? Yeah. At first I was like all these men are really toxic <laughs> in the beginning <laughs> of it. Uh, then I felt like these guys would be so cancelled. <laughs> I know, like, so canceled, their lives are over. But uh, then I was like, maybe that's the point. Maybe I'm not supposed to like them, so when they die, I don't care that much. Because <laughs> I was like, I like Arnold, and I, and I like um, Carl Weathers a lot in this movie. I thought they were awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I really like Bill Duke, too. He, Oh, yeah. He doesn't get a whole lot to do, but he's there for sure. He does have some great moments in it, though, yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I liked them a lot, and... Uh, I was sad that Carl Weathers was a traitor. I thought it was kind of funny that they mowed down an entire camp and they find one hot girl and they're like, no, let her live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like uh, like the Suicide Squad is almost a parody of Predator where they just <laughs> accidentally kill the, the entire camp of good guys. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I have Suicide Squad written down in my notes from just the opening sequence. It's like... What Suicide Squad tries to do with their characters, but just far less successfully. Yeah. <laughs> Except for the new one, which I guess is better. But it, like, it does give you an idea of each of them in that helicopter scene at the very start, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And Arnold's just in the back smoking a big cigar, <laughs> yes. waiting for everyone else to get out. <laughs> what song is playing while they're all in the helicopter together? I don't remember. I, can't, I, I feel can't like remember it's just a. <laughs> I just assume it's Fortunate Son. <laughs> it's not <laughs> Fortunate <laughs> Son. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Uh, can't all be CCR all the time. <laughs> Should be. <laughs> but uh, what else? Um, there was uh, <laughs> Jesse Ventura's gun. <laughs> Oh, shit. Oh, Faithless. He's got, like, the ch- I don't remember. He's got the chain gun, though. He's just mowing Yeah, he's got down. the mini gun. I wanted to ask you guys, what gun would you bring to fight the Predator? <laughs> I, I used to have a small little mini gun. What? Toy, Ooh. yeah. Wow. Like you would, just for this movie, that I would just go around with shooting at people. It's great. There you <laughs> just go. walking the times. streets of Dublin. Yeah, it's like a little rail gun. 
<laughs> so turn you'd bring a minigun to fight the predator <laughs> oh most definitely i think it was fucking un- unreal yeah tyler Iconic. what would you bring to what would you bring to fight the predator i don't know that's tough because like any weapon basically they can like a predator can avoid counter. Yeah. or counter yeah it's kind of like <sighs> that's really tough i'm not saying you're gonna win it's just like what you think you have on you as some like soldier extraction team <laughs> yeah i kind of like so in predator 2 danny glover's main character he's has like this kind of like laser sighted giant handgun <laughs> and i just like the idea of that like i don't think that's the best weapon to use but i'm just like if i had one weapon i guess it would just be this like giant future handgun i'd want to have like three uzis or something like really stupid like that yeah, <laughs> go full chuck norris and like have this yeah just like, just like full like, like spray and pray like <laughs> <laughs> just tape tape four of them together. And <laughs> yeah, it's like duct tape. Like, and then I was all alive. I'm the junk was all blasted. And I just like speared through the gut. And I go. <laughs> yeah, and that's kind of like what's so timeless about what pred- like Predator can do. And like, I'm really excited to see Prey because it's like, it's the first movie that takes place in the past with the Predator. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's kind of like no matter what weapon you have, like you could put the Predator in the future or the past or present it's still going to be like a challenge and mm-hmm. it uses web like, you know, this giant uh, energy blast thing from mm-hmm. its shoulder that just like eviscerates people. It has hand to hand weapons. It has those big old blades like shredder from Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yeah. It has shredder claws. <laughs> it's yeah, got like he heats a up net. with his lasers. Right. Oh, that was cool. <laughs> the car through like butter. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. That happens to Bill Duke, right? Doesn't he get lasered? Yeah, he gets lasered in the head, but the predator heats up his claws with the laser. Oh, right, mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. His targeting system or whatever. Yeah, he has so many cool weapons that are both like prehistoric and and futuristic. And so. yeah, I like when the predator starts laughing. It goes from like a guttural monster to a full blown villain. And I go, ah! It's like Arnold runs and he's about to explode. Yeah, like that's a cool little touch that you don't get with a lot of like schlocky. Mm-hmm. monster movies it's just mm-hmm. like him being able to imitate like the sounds oh. that he hears it's just kind of like yeah. creepy for those people like alone in the jungle yeah like a lot of people wouldn't even put cool. that thought into it it's just like oh he's a monster he's got a cannon on his shoulder you know what's the line he says over and over again or it's like got your back or watch your back <laughs> it's something bill oh. duke says yeah uh, yeah yeah it's like something that. like got your back because there was a scorpion yeah. on somebody's uh on the back of there on carl weathers carl weathers, carl weathers mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. He stabs a scorpion, and then there's later, like, a weird vision thing of the Predator, and it's, like, thinking about the scorpion getting stabbed, and it's like, got your back, got your back. Got your back, got your back. <laughs> like, it's, like, adjusting its voice. Like, this is so creepy. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. The Predator rules. What else, what else <laughs> do we talk about I wish, I wish he won. I wish, I he, wish won. he won. <laughs> you know, I would, except that I, except that Arnold is so charismatic and you actually root for him yeah. he seems mm-hmm. like the least like offensive of everybody which should be the way because he's the protagonist mm-hmm. and he's also the best of the best and it's arnold mm-hmm. like he just really sells it i don't he he's the perfect yeah. person for this movie who else who right. else could do this i feel like most of the time i am team monster and i'm always like yeah the mo- let the monster win. the monster should have won but i'm like no i i, I was on his team pretty like the entire movie i was on our old yeah. arnold's team yeah even if, I'd like, Sylvester Stallone did this, I think that's maybe the other person. I wouldn't root for him as much, I think. Yeah. No. I'd probably want to be eaten by the monster, honestly. 
he would ultimately eats people, but <laughs> he would ultimately win. But you'd be like, ah, okay, I guess. Like, I don't know. Yeah, like whatever. Like, fine. Sam as always. He man wins. Ooh, Wes- <laughs> Wesley Snipes would be really good in this too. Oh yeah, that is a good idea. <laughs> Modern <laughs> Wesley is always trying to skate up hills. <laughs> Uh, I just have a note. Arnold's arms are ridiculous. Oh, uh, yeah. It's, it's beautiful. When, it's when they do that air arm wrestle, I was like, oh, my God. They're both, like, so stinking buff. What's the matter? They say, I got you pushing too many pencils. Too many pencils. Don't they set some traps in the beginning to try to trap whoever is going after them? There's, like, the yeah, water trap. They like Well, they put a bunch of, like, claymores and stuff down, and then... It's like a warthog or something. Where oh, yeah. Smack <laughs> Duke. And you get the old like, knife in the air, stabbing motion. I forgot about that. Yeah, it's like the false flag or whatever. Where it's, yeah. uh, it's a uh, wild Just like boar. Maybe we should have thought about this. <laughs> like, any small creature could trigger these things. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought about this one scene that happens at night. And um, it's just like Arnold's in the far distance. He's talking to like the remaining members of his squad. But there's this like, tiny pinpoint light on his face. Just like obviously coming from the set to like illuminate his face. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought that was kind of funny. Like this like tiny pinpoint of light on his just illuminating his face yeah there's just like especially near the end there's very cinematic lighting in a way that's not realistic especially for the jungle but it just doesn't matter it becomes like a a chamber piece that's what i was gonna say it's just two characters in a room for all intents and purposes like trying to defeat each other i mean it's a very large room it's an entire jungle but it feels very operatic in a lot of ways mm-hmm. two creatures enter only one will leave there's like a really clear delineation as well that even i with my fucking child eyes noticed <laughs> like the lighting change child eyes. yeah like, but like it, your predator eyes yeah like going from like the apparently they like only use natural light in the jungle because it's hard to get lighting set up. So going yeah. from that to like uh, super studio lighting yeah, at night, yeah. it's just like, yeah. A lot okay. of atmosphere, like really intense light going through yeah. all the smoke and everything. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden. but They should have just lit the jungle up at night and seen what animals <laughs> attacked the set. <laughs> yeah. I just love a movie where like the characters are supposed to be the best of the best at what they do. Mm-hmm. And then they get annihilated. Or they all have to come together to, like, solve a problem and, like, some of them die. But, like, this one, they're all annihilated and, like, they're all scared. They're supposed to be, like, the best mercenaries out there. Right. They're all losing their cool. Yeah, they're Mm -hmm. just, like, firing a chain gun into the jungle at nothing. Yeah, and then they all join in. It's great. (laughs) But, like, there's the point where I think it's it's Mac, Billy Duke, and uh, Carl Weathers go after him alone. Remember that part? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like, they're like, we're going to get this motherfucker. And they're like, you go around, you flank him, you push him towards me. I'll take the shot once you push him my way. (laughs) And like, Mac just kind of crawls out and just immediately gets his head blown off. (laughs) Just straight away. (laughs) Just like, yeah. Like they have a plan and everything, but the predator just like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, no, I I just like standing right above him and just like, Like, boom. (laughs) And his head just melts. Man, that, that whole, like, encampment, that, like, ambiguous encampment that they have to take down is so, like, weird. Right. <laughs> it really is. It's all the 80s stereotypes. And then I guess, like, they're supposed to, like, rescue the POWs there. But I'm just they, assuming they're already dead because they just mowed down that entire encampment. Yeah, they say at one point that they're both already dead. Um, yeah. Like, they, I think we actually see them kill the prisoners. Yeah. One oh. Like, all right. Now it's right. just vengeance. Because uh, before that, they find Ar- uh, Arnold's buddy, Jim Hoppe. 
skinned alive. That yeah. that yeah. scene sticks with me and has always stuck with me. It's just terrifying. Yeah, it's really graphic. Find bodies. Yeah. And uh, because you guys saw it when you were children. Yeah, <laughs> yeah most that's likely. true. <laughs> Burned into our memories. Yeah. Jim Hopper, also the name of uh, David Harbour's character in Stranger Things, is it not? I was about to Crossover? say. Crossover? Yeah, okay. Maybe it was him. Maybe they could put that character in Predator. Perfect. Perfect. And then he ends up skinned alive. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <He's just dead. laughs> Take that, Eleven. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. There's That's where the, some of like the the worst puns are in the encampment, when uh, Arnold's yeah. like, stick around. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I, I have stick around written guy. down, literally. I have the note about the sound the knife makes as it hits the wood. It's just like, boing. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't even do like a knife sound. It's, it's like, like a bong sound. Yeah. It's yeah, like, bong, bong. <laughs> Uh, more just like '80s problematic stuff. Someone's like, "If they're Central American, then I'm a goddamn Chinaman." I think yeah. Bill Duke says that. It's like, oh god, oh, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Not makes great. Cambodia look like Kansas. Oh, is that? Oh god, that's a good line. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a good line. There's a lot of good like zingers like that. So I, mm-hmm. I'm sure, pretty sure Shane Black came in to write some of those, but um, yeah. But so I guess it's it is like a big front. I guess like what for. Russia, because there was like a uh, uh, Soviet trainer there as yeah. well, who's played by Sven Olthorsen, who's like Arnold's old like workout buddy and like uh, <laughs> bodybuilder buddy when they're like the world's strongest men. He he's uh, in a lot of Arnold movies as like kind of a background character, or, like has one line kind of thing. That's cool. Get get his buddy some pay work. Yeah, sounds pretty slick. I'd do that for you guys if I was famous. Thank you. And we we're both <laughs> bodybuilders. Yeah. Yeah, and we we're both bodybuilders. <laughs> One day. Who says One we day. aren't? The people don't know what we look like. Come on, That's man. an excellent <laughs> point. They have no idea what we look like. I mean, we are bodybuilders, and you could put <laughs> us in things. I would, yes. If I, When I'm done lifting up tree trunks, I'll let you guys into a movie. Yeah. You do the whole like Navy SEALs exercise every weekend? Just I like... do the full Ben Affleck Batman versus Superman workout every single morning. <laughs> but you don't even mean Ben Affleck. You mean Batman in that movie? Yeah, I, I mean Batman <laughs> doing CrossFit. Yeah, <laughs> uh, flipping tires. <laughs> yeah. So I guess the original suit did not uh, provoke enough fear. Oh, <laughs> um, it says Van Damme was removed from the film. <laughs> <laughs> Physically removed. <laughs> Sir, from you set. have to leave. <laughs> he was just released into the jungle. <laughs> he, and he lived. He's, he came back. <laughs> he, he left into the jungle, and that's where he filmed uh, Kickboxer. <laughs> yeah, that's where he learned kung fu. <laughs> yeah. He's just dancing in the jungle. Doing his little, like, boxer dance. I don't know why I'm imagining the scene in Footloose and like the warehouse dance sequence. It's basically that. It's basically that, but better, way better. Whoa, wow, that's a big, that's a big expectation to set. Yeah. So Van Damme was replaced by Kevin Peter Hall, as I said, who's seven foot two. He just played uh, Harry in Harry and the Hendersons. Mm. He was the Sasquatch. Good. Um. So he did mostly, you know, he had specialty roles like that on TV and movies. Like I said, he was in, uh, go on to be in Predator 2, but unfortunately he passed away like really young. He was Aww. 35, so he died like right after Predator 2, um, which is a bummer because I would have loved to see him in more things like in, in costume and, and out of like monster costumes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I guess he's in Big Top Pee Wee, the only Pee Wee content I haven't seen so far. <laughs> But um, I haven't seen that either. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he got 
what like this is pretty sad but yeah he like contracted hiv from a blood transfusion oh shit during surgery that he got like when he got in a car accident so it's just like one of those things like you never know with like really tall people if like like some really tall basketball players and stuff like that are just really tall performers in general or just people just you know don't have like the longest lives and it's like kind of depressing but yeah uh yeah i don't know i don't know why i brought that up but it's a big bummer (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it is a big bummer. It's huge. But, but uh, he's just so good in this movie. I think it's a predator. Like, he really knows how to work the suit and everything. Like, he's a, he's just an absolute professional. Like, and I, I just think that uh, it's not uh, not but re- respected enough. It's not people aren't aware enough of like people in alien suits and costumes and so like like yeah. big practical effect suits. Like, you know, Doug Jones is like yeah, the king I was gonna of say, that. Like, Doug, Doug Jones, yeah, like people know his face, but I feel like that took uh, effort on his part to make that happen. <laughs> yeah, and like a movie. I just watched this huge, long documentary. It's like three and a half hour long documentary uh, behind the scenes on Alien Three. Mm. Uh, I had to get a special version of the Blu-rays from like 2010 because the new one doesn't have that anymore because. A lot of it is just David Fincher talking shit about the studio, <laughs> and he, like while he was Excellent. making it, Alien Three. Uh, but the pers- one of the people who made the uh, Alien, the Xenomorph suit in that, like, was performing in it the whole time. And it's just like, man, like that's Whoa. like a real actor there. That's really that's dedicated. And they were just like a special yeah. effects person, you know. That's so. really rad. I don't know. Suit work seems really challenging, and I don't think I could ever do it. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'd like to do it, honestly. Like, I feel like I, in another life, I would be a very avid monster suit performer. Because <laughs> I like being the monster so much in anything and everything. <laughs> Why not start now? Normal life. Yeah. I suppose I could. It's just start over, start a new life, start making crazy monster suits. That could be fun. Could, uh, I mean, you don't have to make the suit. You just have to wear it. I guess so. I guess I just get really into like method, act- not method acting, but like uh, get into just my primal personality. Just be like, <laughs> like hire me, Guillermo del Toro, hire me. <laughs> yeah, it's like mime work and like yeah, you're just really inhabiting a role and mm-hmm. you have to hold your pee all day and <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bladder control. Yeah, that's uh, the worst part. I can't do that. Or pee through a straw. Build it with a little penis. What? No, build this with a little, with a little penis. penis. Put some junk on your on your suit. Put some junk on your junk, and then it just fills up with your urine. <laughs> yeah, you build a little milk penis it like a goat. In. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you should tell uh, recommend that to Alyssa when she inevit- inevitably has to make a uh, full so body. Where's the pee sack? <laughs> where's, the pee sack? where's the pee sack? <laughs> Just put a little penis on it. (laughs) Disgusting. It's your thoughts. (laughs) Yeah, this is why I don't verbalize much. Oh god, that was good. Good. That's very good. Fantastic. Yeah. Just give more monsters genitalia with pee sacks. (laughs) Yeah. So Arnold just holds. uh, He's just planned so much stuff out in the last third of this movie, and then the predator just kind (laughs) of shows up behind him. Mm-hmm. After planning everything, and I guess he builds a bow and arrow, right? Yeah, yeah. He has a bow and arrow. There's that whole montage of him like bending wood to his will, where he's just like <laughs> flexed permanently for the whole montage. It's amazing. He's basically got like napalm arrows. Yeah, yeah. I I wrote that all down. I'm like, wait, was this in this movie? Because I recently just watched uh, First Blood Part Two, mm-hmm. 
for the first time, and he has an, <laughs> a bow and arrow with exploding tipped arrows that he makes as well in that movie. <laughs> so I'm like, wait, wow. it, which movie is this? <laughs> both. It's both. They copied each other. It's fine. I just love the idea of First Blood Part 2. That's such a good title. <laughs> yeah. And So they really need to make uh, Rambo Last Blood Part 2, just to, like, the symmetry, you know? Really mess with people. <laughs> yeah, I really like that. Um, hmm. I don't know. Yeah, Arnold's, like, my favorite. It's probably a lot of people's favorite, like, action star, right? Yeah. Like, he's it's just, like, the top, he's like the biggest one in a lot of ways. I, I, like, I do wonder if it's a generational thing as well. Like, I've never talked to a Gen Zer in my entire life, but, like, <laughs> do they have that same kind of appreciation for him? Yeah, like, who's it's the... like that with Timothy Charlemagne. 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 <laughs> Charlemagne. Shallot man. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. Chalamet. Yeah, he's just like Arnold. <laughs> just like <laughs> Arnold. I want to see Arnold putting his hand into the, the box in Dune. It'd be pretty fantastic. I kind of need that now. <laughs> he gets fake eyes like in a Total Recall when his face <laughs> is exploding on Mars. <laughs> really good. Uh, who's the closest now? I guess like, like Chris, Chris Hemsworth, because he can be funny. I guess like technically Chris Pratt was funny and buff at one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. like Chris Hemsworth can really be goofy, um, yeah. but still like be he an doesn't action have star. That, he doesn't have that charisma, that like coolness factor to him, though. I feel like like he's more like Chris Hemsworth like is like silly and buff. Yeah, he's a little more aloof. Than- yeah. Where Arnold's like, Arnold's like, I am serious about this. This is like what I do. And also I'm going to be funny at the same time. Yeah. There's always been something endearing to me about his accent of him being like mm-hmm. yeah. a foreigner and stuff like that. So like he doesn't have an American accent. It's um, the same with JCVD where they're yeah. blatantly playing Americans. But have like <laughs> just this really Except- prominent accent. And they have to come up with some like roundabout way of saying, that, oh, but he grew up in like uh, Germany, you know, and then came back to the States. I yes. see your 20-year excursion in Germany served you well. <laughs> yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah, for JCVD, it's always like he's uh, he's Cajun or like French-American, yeah. and it yeah. never makes sense. He, he was sent to Brussels for yeah. like school or something. <laughs> Arnold, however, like he can play – like JCVD doesn't play a lot of comedies. He just kind of tries to sell it off. He's like, I'm this cool action star, and like Arnold right. can really toe the line between those two things. And like he's not funny in this movie, but – I don't know. There's something. Uh, he has some quippy one-liners he though. Does, that he, he, really does, he does. He's still in like pure action mode at this point. He didn't. He'd yet to do twins. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's really bright idea was that. Let me tell you. Oh my god. <laughs> and then in the in the third one, there's triplets, and it's uh, Eddie Murphy, and uh, it's really funny because uh, we all look so different. It's very funny. <laughs> It's like a joke that like just doesn't. It's like this very simple but like joyful, happy man. I think that's what I like about him. <laughs> uh, with probably a huge mess of a personal life. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> huge mess of a personal life. But you know, his his on stage persona. And uh, oh, speaking of Pratt, that's his son-in-law now. Right, that's right. There you go. The father shall inherit the will of the son. There you go. <laughs> or the son shall inherit the will of the father. <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of. Uh, well, I guess this this is the episode to bring it up. I've been listening yeah. to a lot of the podcast Action Boys. 
<laughs> and oh, they good, yes. a lot of action movies um, <laughs> talking about this very thing. <laughs> One of the guys is a really good Arnold voice. <laughs> but they're like talking about Arnold at like Thanksgiving, <laughs> talking to Chris Pratt. <laughs> and he's just like, the Terminalist. <laughs> Well, it's it's totally boring. <laughs> it's like such a roast. It's so funny. <laughs> totally boring. I heard Terminal List is kind of good, but I'm like, should I check it out? I don't know. I guess I will at some point. But it's just just hearing that in a perfect Arnold voice, like I'm not by any means make like coming up with this myself. That's uh, really funny. It's just a great I do voice like the too. idea that he's just like. Hates all modern action movies. Just like, they're all, they all suck. <laughs> you know? And he specifically dunks on Chris Pratt. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be intimidating to have Arnold as your like father-in-law. Oh my god, uh, I feel like he's a very nice man, but yeah. also it'd just be such like a oh my god, that's Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's my father-in-law. What the fuck? Like he's very nice. He could easily just like like diss him into the ground you know oh yeah <laughs> he, just can ver- he doesn't have to lift a finger he just verbally annihilates you <laughs> yeah, i guess he is pretty <sighs> verbose uh you know like he he's good with these certain words um whether intentionally or not it's just it, yeah that's what makes it iconic in, in some ways like like the first uh terminator he's just like i'll be back like he didn't even mean that as a big line it's just he yeah, just right. sounds weird it's inflection yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's an auteur <laughs> or not uh, no, what's like an, an orator orator thank you orator yeah he's a tax auditor <laughs> <laughs> that's how he wesley snipes it. ended up in prison for tax evasion <laughs> arnold schwarzenegger Arnold's did his taxes yeah. arnie gets him again you've been dominated <laughs> he you've always gets his man <laughs> got you snipes <laughs> you've been sniped yourself sniped yes <laughs> <laughs> if it bleeds we can kill it that's another good line yeah that's good yeah, that was a good line. Yeah, there are some <sighs> great lines. What the hell are you? <laughs> that sounded oh, that sounded like something from Brave. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell are you? What the hell are you? Are you? It's just me, bull. <laughs> I'm just brave. I'm, just I'm a bear. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry, turn. <laughs> How dare you? I thought they were Scottish. They, they are Scottish. They are. <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Does the does the the does the woman survive the whole time? Like, why do they bring her with them in the first place? Uh, she's like an intelligence officer. Yeah. Oh, right. So they need yeah. her for like they need to extract her for information, basically. Yeah, Carl exactly. Weathers wants so, her, right? Carl Weathers is going to take her to some like unmarked building and torture her for days on end. For yeah, exactly. She's going to get waterboarded yeah, she... in Guantanamo. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like... it's not even <laughs> a joke. Much. That will happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. no doubt. Yeah, so I think she just <laughs> makes it to the chopper. She just runs. Yes, right. She gets out. Yeah, she, yeah, she survives. I mean, Arnold mm-hmm. does too by running away from a nuclear device, as we did in the video yeah. game. <laughs> I mean, that's why no he's not in two. Out. He's just got severe radiation poisoning. Yeah, he's like, actually, I feel better than ever. I feel really great. And then all of a sudden, your kidney has shriveled off. to the size of a pea. <laughs> I was gonna say a, a third arm emerges from his back. <laughs> just catch out of the Not a big buff arm. It's like a really skinny, like bony, long fingered arm. <laughs> Man, all the names for the crew in this are are very good. So you got Dutch. You got yep. Dylan. Dylan, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Dylan. <laughs> Dylan. Uh, Mac. Poncho. 
Blaine Cooper, I guess that's like the least good one. That's Jesse Andrew. Yeah. Sonny Landon plays Billy Soul. That's a great name. <laughs> and then there's the really old general guy in the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Right. The oldest general. Looking good, yeah. Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite lines in the movie, mind you, for some demented reason, I liked it a lot. Because <laughs> he's just so old. Like, right. they must know so... each other from like 30 years ago. He looks so nervous to be there. It's just like, uh, yeah, it looks like Arnold's gonna like... annihilate him by like shaking his hand. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Wouldn't you think that if you had to shake his hand? <laughs> yeah. I wish yeah, I, I saw it's... Arnold as the governor somewhere and shook his hand. That'd be cool. That yeah. would be pretty rad. Yeah, that's a story. <laughs> Um, oh, I was gonna say, like, speaking of how like how well thought out the Predator is and its like lore and everything, it almost mm. feels like James Cameron kind of how thought out everything is, um, <laughs> Avatar like even. <laughs> yes, way of waterish. <laughs> yes, not that deep, but um, <laughs> we don't wade that deep into the weight of water. Um, can't go there. <laughs> but like, it's like Visual Dictionary and like language, like there is a language going on and like typeface wow. and everything in the in the helmet. Yeah, it's uh, and it's good. I I had completely forgotten. I always thought that this movie opened with the helicopters coming in. I com- I always forget that the first scene is the spaceship. Yes, yeah. and right. him getting dropped off. I totally. I always forget that that's at the start of the movie. Which I I always forget too. And I I, I good. I'm glad you brought that up because I feel like I wish it wasn't mm. in the movie because mm. then you wouldn't know it's Same. an alien. It feels yeah. like it's very tacked on in a way. It's like, oh, like we're trying to compete with because Alien is also 20th Century Fox. It's like, hey, we're trying to make like a new creature, and it's like we want to establish that it's like the the title sequence and everything. It's just this Predator against. Uh, outer space and that feels right. very not like predator yeah uh it feels more like alien so it just feels like they're trying to ape off of that a little bit to get people engaged yeah it, it does feel like an unnecessary scene it's like it's not information you need to know yeah at the start of the movie you know uh, right to understand what's going on by the end it's if anything it's like detrimental to me because it, it, it kills the suspense a little bit because you think yeah, it could it just be like some, some wild person in the jungle killing everyone <laughs> yeah exactly exactly Imagine uh, keeping that secret all in like the eighties, yeah. all through like commercials, just being like, like, oh no, you don't know. If it could be like some like really intense like sniper person in the forest hunting Arnold Schwarzenegger and his team, right. and then it's an alien. You just be like, oh my god. Yeah, it's like well, with Nope, you know, you don't know what that thing is in the yeah. beginning, but you don't see it landing on Earth. You know, like that would mm-hmm. kind of totally kill that. So right, yeah. right. Yeah, you see a bunch of metal pieces falling to earth and killing people. Yeah. Crashing directly into fries. (laughs) (laughs) Electronics. Very good. But like I there's definitely like just on the on the lore piece for Predator. I mean, I do like that they like it's not you don't just see him when he's butchering people. Like you see him go up to his little nest where he's like collecting his skulls. Yeah. He's like stroking (laughs) and cleaning them and you know, it's like he's got his little injection kit. It's like you very you get like an idea of that it's an intelligent creature, you know, mm. that is here with a purpose. It's not just like a some monster. wild alien. Just mo- yeah, it's not a monster. Yeah, he's got some intent behind it. Yeah, and you especially get that at the end when he starts to take off his shit, and it's like, mm. yeah, let's one v one, motherfucker. You know? Yeah, <laughs> I like that he had to like heal himself with like actual antibiotics and stuff. Right. I was like, I was like this is cool. I like it a lot. It's good. Yeah. I liked him like reprogramming his like gear and being like, "All right, fiddle with this. This is broken. Well, we gotta fix it." Yeah, I do. Th- I like maybe it's just because I know now that they do it for sport, but like it does start to feel like he's there 
He's just hunting them for fun. Yeah. You know, he's enjoying it. Yeah, it's a game. Like, another <laughs> yeah. thing I really like about like the Predator lore, it's they're never gonna like take over the planet. That's not right. they're not those kind of aliens where it's like, We're gonna conquer your planet. Yeah. It's just um, trophy hunting. Yeah, know? it's just trophy hunting. They're like gonna kill some people that are like really challenging and then leave. You know, they're right. never like a worldwide issue. And it's kinda like they have so they have a very specific vibe, whereas like same with like the xenomorphs where it's like they're kind of mindless they're just the ultimate weapon and they just kill mm-hmm. everything and take over but they don't have the intention of like taking you know yeah like they'll probably like die out eventually too like it just be a planet of dead death like they yeah, starve right. eventually yeah mm-hmm. but predator predator is pretty like they're kind of like uh conservators <laughs> <laughs> like they could definitely be great they're at like, culling being... the herd it's like <laughs> culling the deer herd yeah <laughs> there's I mean, too many I humans i don't think killing arnold really helps the world but it's just like they could be good at that like around the universe like you know population yeah. control for like animals but <laughs> that's really bleak i don't know it's it's semi-bleak but since there's like hey we have these horrible like 20 foot tall monstrosities that constantly destroy civilization call in the predator hunter force <laughs> Yeah, and they would love to do it. It's like Mandalorians. Yeah. They'd be like, hell yeah, like we're big into this. <laughs> I don't need payment. This is the reward enough. Exactly. Just let me keep its skull. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you got it, dude. <laughs> if there's anything Predator loves, it's a skull to put on their trophy room. <laughs> what do you think they'd do with so many human skulls? Like, would they keep the spine attached to it? Like, how would they decorate, you think? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like two with the sc- with the with the uh with the spines, and then they have like a couple mm-hmm. like you know skulls yeah. on top. They make yeah. more use of them in the second movie, I think. Right? Yeah. Oh, okay, definitely. Yeah. There's a they lot start of... to play around with their skull decor. <laughs> they really get artistic. Yeah, there's a lot of skull work and interior decorating in Predator Two. I will say that. <laughs> <laughs> Good. A lot of skull work. <laughs> the most I could think of was like combining like four skulls and turning into a rather elaborate like lamp. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they made any kind of like uh, who did that? Some serial killer. Turn people's uh, skin into lamps. Yeah, uh, there's the guy that inspired um, Leatherface. Yeah, um, I don't think the Predator does that because even he no. has, you know, he's not a serial. He's not like demented. Well, he does skin them. I mean, oh yeah, he's yeah. pretty demented. I don't know, dude. <laughs> is he eating the skin? I don't know. He's Predator, he's a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that skin ripping off thing is just like a funny thing he can do. It causes like maximum pain. He's like, haha, got him. Yeah, <laughs> very <laughs> funny. Yeah, it's just another tool where it's like, huh? <laughs> They'll love this joke. Yeah. <laughs> love this. He's just really misunderstood. Hey, don't you get it? His outsides, his outsides, his inside are outside now. They all look like hanging fruit by the foots. <laughs> How yeah. red they I'm are. so Jerry Seinfeld-esque, the Predator. God. <laughs> Xenomorphs more Kramer. <laughs> Xenomorphs more Kramer. <laughs> he was just, like just bursting through and like, Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> two, two predators living together in a flat. <laughs> the alien neighbor. <laughs> uh, it's the alien again. <laughs> it's, it's just, some of that has to be planned. It's too perfect, where it's like, alien is just called alien, because it's kind of is like, that's all it needs to be, because it's so defining. Like, it's such a classic. And they're like, mm. oh, let's do that with this. Let's just call it Predator. Uh, I guess originally it was called Hunter. Oh no! But Predator is better. Even Hunter would be okay. But just it's like it's just so like it's just one word. It's not anything like yeah. Later yeah. on, they become they're known as Yautja, but nobody really says that. 
Yautja. That's Yautja. just the alien species. They're Yautja, just like the alien or xenomorphs, you know? Yautja! But nobody, <laughs> like, that's less known. Like, I guess in, like, people will say xenomorph sometimes in, in mm-hmm. like, pop culture, but nobody really says Yautja. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no one says Yautja. <laughs> I've never heard this. Bloody it's just, oh, that's the predator. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But um, just calling it, like, such a simple name is really mm-hmm. iconic. And that's, it's just incredible that all of this worked because it could easily be kind of stupid. Yeah. Very easily. <laughs> very, very easily stupid. This bas- this is basically my favorite kind of movie. It's like, I love a lot of just schlocky, dumb movies, but what if one was good? Like, really right. good? <laughs> and that's this thesis statement to you, is like, a schlocky movie that turned out to be very masterfully good. Yeah, in this essay, I'll prove Predator is the best movie of all time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you just attach the script to it, and you're like, all right, that's it. <laughs> What else is there? Is there anything else you guys want to talk about this movie? I don't know. We're almost at an hour and a half. Yeah. He's got the whole no, nuclear device. Yeah. Loved that. Again, oh, love the maniacal laugh in the end. I thought that was great. Um, I like all the symbols on the uh, on his wrist because it's really mm. confusing how that times down. <laughs> it doesn't make <laughs> yeah. any sense, and it's a bunch it's of weird tough. diagrams. Uh, but it makes sense to him, so it definitely feels alien, and like mm-hmm. you can't understand certain things about the Predator. It just is too alien. Mm-hmm. Like you're never gonna like. I guess Alien versus Predator. Wait, you haven't seen it, right, Connery? Me? No, I haven't seen it. But go for it. Well, like there's certain points when they kind of teams up with humans, you know, mm-hmm. and it kind of like jumps the shark a little bit that way. But it does happen sometimes in Predator lore if they respect you enough, you know. Oh, that's cool. You can uh, have a Predator best friend. But there's never a point when it's like straight up Harry and the Hendersons. <laughs> like nobody's best no, like friends. fist bumps or or like you're a good guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be I won't hunt you or your family. Don't you worry. <laughs> <laughs> See you for Thanksgiving. <laughs> but just the fact that it all ends in a big nuke is pretty awesome. Yeah, it's great. <sighs> I don't know. I'm singing the Law and Order theme in my head right now. <laughs> He's all Predator c- Law and Order. That'd be great. <laughs> Solves crimes. Kunk kunk. Where every predator knows your name. <laughs> dun, dun. You want to be where you can see. Your sights are all the same. You want to go where the thermal vision can find your name. <laughs> um. After the explosion, Arnold's just like covered in ash and like smoke, and he just comes out of the smoke, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. And it's just crazy. Like it's such an iconic character that he. It's just so weird that he never comes back. Mm-hmm. And I will say, I've, I I'm halfway through Predator Two. I've seen it quite a few times. I probably as many times as, well, maybe a few, slightly less times in this movie. Yeah, because there's a lot of it I like, conceptually. Um, but it's just so weird that Arnold's not in it. Like Predator Two is such a weird sequel, and then they just kind of like don't do anything with the entire franchise forever. It's just like, mm. man, it's weird. Like it was really just a contract dispute kind of thing where Arnold wanted to be paid $250,000 more, which yeah, that's a lot of money, but like Hollywood, mm. that's like not that much. And just like the producer wanted to be under a certain amount of money to pay. And so it was really kind of like, you know, not to trivialize it too much, it's like a ten dollar difference kind of thing at that point. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna make this yeah. movie, you'll you will make a lot more money with Arnold in it. Like I I like Danny Glover Arnold. a lot, but it's Arnold, you know? Yeah. I I'd ask him, what do you need the extra two hundred grand for, Arnold? <laughs> Give us the gaz. 
nine millimeter <laughs> yeah. bullets. And you had 250 grand, uh, you know, expense limit for on cigars, please. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I would give it to him. <laughs> yeah. I guess at that point you're a studio and just like being like, oh yeah, fuck it, fine. Give him the money. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Maybe they were afraid it opened the door to mo- him, like wanting more money in the future. Yeah, maybe. Um, I don't know. I just think it's cool that I don't know for being action stars. I think a lot of them can be pretty big babies sometimes. Just <laughs> hearing stories, <laughs> so it's cool that they actually shot on location and everything for this stuff, and everyone toughed yeah. it out. Um, That's cool. Which this movie kind of comments on a little bit in terms of being like, oh, they're the coolest, most badass people ever, and they're really toxic, right. and then they get scared from the predator. You know, <laughs> yeah, <they're laughs> kind of, it's kind of a meta, meta like deconstruction of action stars in a way. Yeah, mm. definitely. Definitely. It's great. I mean, there's that one part where I think it's Mac and he it's a really strange part in the movie where he's talking to like the moon and right. he's just like slowly losing his mind. Like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was talking about talking to like the guy that died with the minigun. Yeah, he's talking to Blaine, but yeah. I don't know, it's like shot of him. It's like I miss you, buddy. Yeah. It's like that yeah. scene in Shrek when they look at the moon. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, then he's like scrambling up the hillside, being like, "I'm gonna cut your name into him or something." I can't remember. Yeah, he's just it's repeating like it. His name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a really unsettling scene. Jim Hoppa. <laughs> Jim Hoppa. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess these are our thoughts on Predator, right? Yeah, I, I think that's it for me. Yeah, go watch it. Go, okay, go watch it. It's on. Hulu Stop right the podcast. Now. Could buy a VHS DVD Blu-ray, probably Laserdisc of Predator. Yeah, there's a 3D version, I think, right? Whoa! Oh, is there? That's cool. I think there's a Predator 3D. I could safely say whoever's listening to this has seen this movie, but go watch it again. It's, it's one. I think it's one of the best like action movies, I've ever seen. Yeah, Ooh. I think that's. I think so. I think that's like legitimately fair, and like the blending of action and sci-fi. Like you mentioned mm-hmm. Aliens earlier, turn that you watched this and Aliens a lot as a kid. Like they are yeah. very like on the level with each other. Yeah, definitely. Being like it's like guns and survival and stuff like that. And it's like what an hour and forty minutes. It's just like yes, there's there's no real like problem areas throughout that for me anyway. It's just like a smooth ride, start to finish. Mm. Um, action's always good and interesting. It's just. Yeah, it's like it, it doesn't really have any bad moves apart from the odd dialogue issue that is <laughs> now apparent. <laughs> yeah, it's it. I, I didn't think about that either. It's like the perfect runtime for me, like an hour forty. You know, it's longer than ninety minutes, but it's not two hours. It's not even yeah. hour forty five. I'm like, ooh, this is just mm. lean and mean and scream fighting machine <laughs> <laughs> and Arnold eats beans and. <laughs> love it connery final final thoughts final thoughts um i really enjoyed it it was really fun it was a cool action movie and uh i'm looking forward to learning more about the predator universe um next week excellent um yeah like i said this franchise is weird (laughs) i'm really looking forward to diving more into it but i think if they never made a predator sequel this would still be like just it doesn't affect this movie at all whatsoever yeah like it remains iconic yeah welp thank you everybody for listening to predator starring connery hansen you gotta turn to the (laughs) turn to the camera like the end credits that's what the end credits are so good (laughs) they are (laughs) connery hansen as 
Butch. <laughs> Butch. Oh, okay. Turn O'Neill as Dinkle. Dinkle. <laughs> little Dinkle. <laughs> Just put Turn his tiny O'Neil penis on it. Little Dinkle. <laughs> Tyler Dennering as Christmas Tree. Christmas <laughs> 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 We all have to smile at the camera as we like, turn around. Big like triangle like bush on your head. <laughs> it's truly that is kind of like the best way to end this movie too. It's just uh, it's like a sitcom credits. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, they all lived happily ever after. This man was skinned alive. Flailed to death. Turn O'Neill exploded. Turn O'Neill, little Dinkle. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's Tiny Dinky Daffy. <laughs> Pancaked by dump truck driver. <laughs> <laughs> Just predator in a dump truck. Pancaked by dump truck. by dump truck driver. Uh, Turin, thanks for being on. Do you have anything to plug? I think you do. <sighs> nothing to plug, Turin? No, I got nothing. Okay, uh-huh. fair enough. Thank you for being on. <laughs> Connery, what do you have to plug? If you enjoy the sound of my voice, you'll also enjoy tabletop role-playing games. You'll probably enjoy Starship Impala. It's an actual play role-playing game podcast hosted by me and four other friends. And we play the Starfinder game. You can find us on the Apple Podcasts app and uh, and SoundCloud. Yeah, that's what I have to plug. Tyler, what do you have to plug? <laughs> uh, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at, at Vice for all the random shit posts and that I put on my stories and, I guess, photo- photos. I just uh, took some photos in Vegas, so hey, maybe I'll put those up soon. Hey. I'm really bad at posting. And Instagram's Eva. about posting reels and stuff now, too, so I guess maybe I have to do that. I don't know. I don't have to do anything with my life, man. You can do whatever you want, dude. You can gotta hear some kind of algorithm. I'm going to make a bunch of Predator reels. <laughs> yeah, fan cams. <laughs> uh, follow us at Franchise Pod on all social medias. Like, share, subscribe so you get every single new episode, including Predator 2 next weekend. All nearly 130 episodes of the franchise are free, Tyler? They're all free. We don't have any sort of payment system yet. (laughs) Yet, see? Those first 50 episodes could be locked behind the franchise vault soon. (laughs) It will benefit no one by doing that. (laughs) Just out of spite. Just an ego boost. (laughs) Just an ego boost. (laughs) We won't give you extra content. We'll just restrict old content. Uh, <laughs> Connor's losing it. It's a winning strategy. Thank you to uh, Grayson Hansen for artwork and Nick Viverka for our music. Stay tuned, like I said, for Predator 2, Predator 3, Predator 4, Predator 5. That's what they're called. Until next time, son of a bitch dug in like an Alabama tick. <laughs> Perfect. Come on in, you fuckers. Come on in. All painless is waiting. <laughs> Does he? Chris Garrett. Goodbye, everyone. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye-bye.